and welcome to Cheap Ass Gamer Foreplay Podcast number 15. It is September 4th. It's a Tuesday, so there were a lot of good games that came out today. And I'm your host, Mrs. Shipwreck. I think a lot stretching a little bit, but there was a few games that come out. I'm trying to be positive. Okay. It's the holiday season, remember? It was. We just had a holiday. Labor Day. It was the Labor Day season, and now... What'd you get me? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> All right. So, a couple updates. Mice update? Are we going to give a mouse update? Yeah, we're up to number 10 now. We've caught 10. Yeah, but see, the last trap got a little ooey, kind of gross, so we threw it away. And then we went a couple days without a trap. Now we have trap number two, which I set up wrong for the last about 48 hours. So that's why we weren't catching any mice, because the door was locked shut and they couldn't get in. They weren't getting out either, though. (laughs) No. That that cracker with the peanut butter on it. It was locked tight, man. Well, no, I was just, I, I guess I wasn't careful enough. Did we but. introduce ourselves? I don't know. I'm Mrs. Shipwreck. I'm your host. Okay, and I'm Shipwreck, your other host. Okay, there we go. All right. And back to the holiday segue. Yeah. What did we do? We went to the farm. Yes, we went to uh, one of your friend's farms. Right, in southern about, Ohio. About an hour and a half away from Cincinnati to the right. east. Yes, and it's right off the river, about 100 acres. Um, yeah, was... There's lots of ATVs and shooting and skeet shooting and Yeah, there wasn't much video fishing. game playing out no, there. There no was, video there was game a lot playing. of I put out a cornhole and uh horseshoes. Right. There's just a lot of relaxing. Yes. It was good. It was nice that, to be that's outside. That's the reason we're recording this a day late this week. Yes, because yesterday we went to the farm. So next week we will be back on our Tuesday release schedule. And I caught a snake and it was the size of an earthworm. I yes. think that was the highlight of my day. Yes, yeah, snakes and lizards. That's what you were because chasing we don't have, around. We just have, you know, like apartment wildlife, which are mice and fleas. But there at the farm, we had real wildlife. Right. Snakes and lizards. Yeah, it was exciting. It was very exciting. And the day before, we did something, too. We The day before, we went up to... Oh, we had to go to the house. Yeah, our house in Columbus because uh, one of our friends up in Columbus had a had her 30th birthday party right so a nice party yes. we got to stay in our nice house that doesn't have mice but is in the wrong city yes that's been the ongoing that's... saga yeah it's disheartening to go up there but that's uh, okay that's okay um then we also went to the Bengals game on friday yeah it's been a busy weekend yeah there was it so it was Bengals Colts preseason game, and we got to see Peyton Manning in his jeans and polo shirt on the side, and um, Carson Palmer, who actually did dress in a uniform, but it was kind of like giving us all false hope because he didn't play at all. Yeah, it was all the second and third stringers, but right. it was still fun to go. We got to see some, you know, convicted felons out there playing. Yeah, Chris Henry was running around. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's allowed to play in the preseason games. Yes. But... Also disheartening. <laughs> this podcast so far is full of disheartenment. But we'll move on because something that's really happy is that Garfield's Nightmares that's finally just... come out this week. Hopefully. That right. could be disheartening too because you didn't get a chance to get it last week. You were so hyped about this game. Yeah, I'm. it's the perfect solution for you because you didn't want to let me spend the money on it, but you're going to have to. But since it's been delayed a week, now I'm kind of, you know, eh, I'm over it. I actually looked... At EB this week. I think it was EB. EB or another store I was in, and they didn't have it in stock. Well, because it wasn't out yet. Right. But I did check for you. (laughs) 
Yeah, because you had, you were probably just saying that because it wasn't out. If it was out, you would have never brought it up. But anyway, we did a couple game shopping trips, too. You went to the Kmart clearance? Yeah, there's a big Kmart clearance thread that's always a big uh, thread on... Ongoing. I mean, Kmart's always clearancing something out. Yeah, and most of the time people don't know about it because they're horrible about updating their prices. But I picked up uh, Baden Kato's Origins... Right, which we've been looking for for a while. That was like the last, second to last. That's the second to GameCube last GameCube game, game to complete the collection. Well, my collection, not the full collection of GameCube games, because that's not what I'm going for. Just the, no, games, the games that, that I want to own. Right. So the last one uh, that I need to get is Mega Man X collection. Right. And then my GameCube collection will be complete. As and far then as I'm concerned. Romancing Saga. What's that? What system? That's for the PS2. That's, that's a right. uh, Square Enix RPG. That one was 1050. Uh, so I picked that up, and uh, Baden Cadis Origin was fourteen dollars. So, so those not are pretty bad. good. And that one's also on clearance at Toys R Us for around fourteen as well. Hmm. And then we went to Crazy Burt's in Columbus. Um, great store, got a lot of used stuff. And yeah, the actual name of it is Video Games Express. Yes, but, but... we like to call it Crazy Burt's. It just fits better. Um, and we traded in Lord of the Rings Third Age, which for those of you that listened last week was our um, Depth Charges title from last week that we decided was okay two weeks, two weeks ago. ago. Two weeks ago, yes. Well, we decided it was okay, but not something that we were ever going to like really sit down and play again. Um, and we traded that in and we... So I got the old heap-ho. Yes, but we got something that for some reason about two years ago... When, I don't know, money was tight, Ship decided to sell a bunch of his Xbox games, and he didn't pick good ones to sell. He sold games that were good games. I would have said, no, we should keep those, and he kept all the crap. So it was kind of a reverse sort of cleansing. keep all the crap? You kept a lot of crap. Well, I mean, I've still, how many games have I gone through there and picked out that we need to add in somehow to our depth charges because I just want them to go away? But anyway, you got rid of... Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance 2, and so we have been without that great title. For yeah, and then the eBay prices went through the sky roof Sky high, it. and then we've been trying to find it, but when we traded in Lord of the Rings Third Age, we got Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance 2 for 15 bucks. so... Yeah, that's about as cheap as we're going to find that right now. And it was in good condition. Yeah. So, so we now have both Baldur's Gates back, and we have both Champions of Norath back. Right. And we've played through those all the way. We just got those. Yeah, because he got rid of them. What the heck? But anyway. But yet we still have, what other titles did I go through and pick out? Well, we might get to those in future weeks. No, but you need to, just just so that they know why I get so frustrated. Somehow he got rid of all the Baldur's Gate games and all the Champions games. But yet, what did I pull out? How many... What are those baseball games that I pulled four out of? Oh, MLB Slugfest. Yeah, we have like a ton of those. You know, you ever want to play MLB Slugfest 1999? Come our way because we're 2003. (laughs) Whatever. And I pulled out some other really good things. You put them on the other side of the room so I wouldn't talk about it, didn't you? No, they're over there. There's SWAT for the Xbox and uh, Robin Hood Defender of the Crown. Robin Hood Defender of the Crown, let me tell you. So. Well, okay. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's been fun. I like the depth charges. Yeah. Well, a lot of those came from Circuit City clearances. So there was that big Circuit City clearance a couple years back that but honey, many cags remember fondly. Let me just explain to you something. 
And maybe you haven't figured it out yet because you're not as good at shopping as I am. But usually when things are on clearance (laughs) and they've been on clearance for Mm -hmm. months and months and months to the point where they're like starting to kind of get dangerously close to giving them away, but they're going to charge you like $5 for a game. That's when you swoop in. It's because it's crap or else somebody would have bought it when it was $10 more expensive because it was worth it. Not necessarily. A lot of, in the video game world, a lot of these things get clearanced out even if they're good. Like Kmart, there's a lot of good games on clearance. Yeah, but the Disguia ones that are good games clearance. and are on clearance are the ones that go really, really quickly. Right, that, which is what happened when we went at Circuit City this week, too. Right. I went to try to get a Valkyrie Profile, too, because that was on clearance for 17 and But there was, like, loads of other things still there. But why didn't you buy any of those titles? Because they weren't good ones. Right, because they were $17 and not $5. Like, they... The old Circuit City clearances used to be $5 across the board. Those were nice. All right. Well, clearly you're going to defend Robin Hood until... Oh, I've never played it. I'm sure it's horrible. I'm sure it is, too. But anyway, the point of the matter is we got Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance 2 back in our collection, and that's happy. Good job. Thank you. (laughs) I'm going to get some slack for being mean to you, but maybe some people will take pity on the fact that... You sold my copies of Baldur's Gate and somehow managed to keep Robin Hood. I'm hoping, I'm hoping for the pity factor. I don't know. I don't know if you're going to get it. Well, I've been playing Rune Factory still because it's a good game to open up, play, and then close. You realize we do a podcast for a video game shopping community, right? Mm-hmm. People who like to buy stuff. Right. I know. Okay. Anyways, you've been playing Rune Factory still. How many people are going to take their hard-earned <laughs> money and are just anticipating for the day that Robin Hood drops the $5 so they can finally convince themselves that it's worth the money? Seems silly now, but at the time, <laughs> excellent, excellent sale. <laughs> I agree, and you know that I'm definitely one to check out all the sale threads. I am all for getting a game on sale. And a lot of those I got for free. With, app, the, pay, with the price grabber price rebate. Grabber, yeah. so. But still, just because something's free, I mean, how many couches do you see sitting out on the side of the road that are rain-soaked and molding, but they're free, and yet they don't come home with us? They're not factory sealed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's a difference. Anyway, you've been playing Rune Factory still. I have. I tried to change the subject, and you went back. I've been playing Rune Factory. It's good. Still good. Not much to add there, right? Yeah, but I'm still I'm, I'm hitting the plateau. See, this is what happens every time with all of these Harvest Moon games. And really, like the Animal Crossing type games, too. There's such repetitive gameplay. It's the same thing day in, day out. I kind of get, I hit the, you hit the plateau that you're like, yeah, I'm ready for something new. Even though I haven't gotten as far as I want to, I haven't really gotten all that far in Rune Factory, truly. But I'm kind of like, all right, well, getting a little bored of this whole, you know, watering the flowers in the morning and then picking the crops and then going to use my hammer and mine for some stuff so I can upgrade my weapons and upgrade my tools. And I don't know. I'm hitting the plateau. Uh, you hit the, I hit the plateau right with you there. <laughs> I'm sure all our listeners did too. <laughs> but anybody that's played these titles will know they're entertaining. It's a they're good games, but 
after a while, I think I need to alternate it with something. Yeah, and you think you need to get something else into your I'm Because I'm usually a one-game kind of, yeah, but I'm, yeah. Yeah. See, I, I play a lot of stuff at the same time. So, I'm still playing Pit Cross. Still? Oh, because yes. someone was so because nice to email you. Brad. Brad, okay. Thanks, Brad, because yes. he said that... Brad let me know that there are actually our are Nintendo-themed... Uh, puzzles which later is brilliant. in the game. Yeah, which is one of the things that we were wishing that they had in the game. But you said it takes it turns a while. Out, oh, yeah. I I just opened it up now, and I've been playing this game since it came out. Mm-hmm. You have to play through all ten levels of uh, normal mode to unlock an additional level, which is all Nintendo themes. Okay. But the Nintendo-themed levels are really neat because the background is the brick blocks, that Mario right. has. That's a natural Nintendo theme. So, yeah. So, when you hit background. them, they make the nice little breaking the block sound. Cool. Or if you mark one that as not being one that you're supposed to select, uh, it turns into the the metal block and the coin pops out of it. And the whole time, the Mario theme's playing. Fun! So that sounds like a lot of fun. Actually the music back on. Yeah. The first puzzle I did uh, was a Mario-themed one. I don't know if the rest of them are all Mario-themed or not, but... Well, that's cool. Either way. Yeah, it's worth the uh, 50 or 60 hours I put into it to, get, to unlock them. Well, well, it's been a good 50 to 60 but, hours of gameplay. You've been yes, entertained. I have. And thank you, Brad, for letting me uh, in on that fact because yes. that definitely pushed me on to uh, you get through the last up. level. Yeah. But uh, I also been... played uh, I played some Rainbow Six Vegas again. I played right, with, with uh, Scobie, Scobie and... and Hex. Right. Um, we just played... Maybe ten games of uh, just against the computer. Yeah, that's so fun. that was fun. And then after that, I played some Call of Duty Four Beta with Cheapy and a bunch of Cags. I don't, I don't even remember who, how many were in there, but a lot. It was like twelve different Cags were in there, and they were all maxed out to the eleven right. rank. And you were. I came in there at, never having played. Yeah, but I held my own for the most part. Yeah, um, you've been playing Bioshock a lot still. I've been playing it off and on. I. The problem is I have Metroid and Bioshock at the same time right now. Right. So I, I've been playing... Metroid seems more casual to me. Yeah, you said that the last time. Yeah, so I gravitate more towards that because I'll pick up and play that for a half hour. Mm-hmm. Whereas Bioshock, I really want to have the time to sit down and play and for... like experience it right. again. Well, and guess. I also don't like... I don't like when you play it here because when I'm home because... Our apartment's really, really small, and... Well, I guess when you have your headphones on, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. But I don't like the really loud screaming. No, th- this is this is an issue that I have with with these games I get really hyped for and really want to enjoy, mm-hmm. is that I start gravitating towards more casual stuff, because I know I want to have the full experience when I'm playing them, so I want to have a good two-hour chunk to and play a game. you really have two hours to sit down and play a game. Right, i got to find that time. Right. So... But well, I, I'm still working my way through both of those, and they're both excellent We games. have sat down and played a game for a couple of good two-hour Oh, you're into the depth charge now? Yeah. The random button landed on SpongeBob SquarePants, the movie, <laughs> the game. And by yes. random button, I mean Mr. Shipwreck reaching into the tub and going, why the heck is this part of our collection? <laughs> I'll be completely honest. Um, I was the random button. So we played it because, you know, the deal is we're going to give these games some chance mm-hmm. to earn their keep. <laughs> and 
We did play it a lot, and it's pretty fun. I mean, it's very similar to... Actually, three or four hours into it, maybe? Did you say Banjo-Kazooie, right? No, no, it's, no, it's uh, similar to Crash Bandicoot. Crash, with the... You, there's a lot of breaking of boxes. And yeah, there's like crates and spin around in circles. It's pretty fun. It's it's good, and it starts off really good, and then gradually gets more and more repetitive and annoying. Yes, to the point, to the point where, where I... you're like, <laughs> all right, you know, I'm ready to sell this game back now. And then when you put it on Goose X and somebody wants it, you're like, okay, we're done, and we were okay with it. Yeah, we got about seventy five percent to the game, and then. There's, it's like, it has bonus levels kind of interwoven. Well, they're not technically bonus levels because you have to play them and def- and get through those levels to get the coins. Right, and you have to have the coins to get the upgrades. so that you To can... get to the new levels. Right. So, so there was one level quests, but kind of you have to do in them. particular where Patrick was jumping to his death A repeatedly. Lot. Yeah. <laughs> and... And I was getting pretty. Yeah, <laughs> I was getting pretty sick of it. Yeah, so was I. So yeah, there was some fighting over SpongeBob SquarePants, the movie, the game. Yeah, there was. <laughs> you were getting frustrated playing it, and then and then you were... you'd hand me the controller and have me do something, and, and then, then you wouldn't give the controller. I wouldn't back. hand it back quick enough. Apparently, no, you wouldn't hand it back at all. An hour later, when I finally remind you that I still haven't yet played the game, you finally don't understand why I'm mad. Hmm. Okay, well. Anyways, I you wouldn't were being recommend a game it. Hog. Okay, I wouldn't recommend this game for kids, maybe, because it, it gets it gets pretty difficult, and it's not that it's meant to be difficult. It's just that the collision detection pretty... is hit or miss in some areas. Some areas, and it's some really areas, good, it's but... hard to tell where you're supposed to go next. Yeah, you're just kind of you're bouncing off things, and you're hoping you're going in the right direction. Yeah. But so yeah, like you said, I put this on Guzex and it was gone that night, and it's in the mail right now to some lucky member on Guzex. Well, yeah, good. Um, I mean, not that it's not a bad game. It's surprisingly, I was not. I mean, we were entertained by it for quite a long time. Yes, the repetitive quips they say is, gets a little old though when you are frustrated at the game to begin <laughs> no, with. No, but I like the Patrick quote was the best one when he goes, "Ooh, a desert." At the bottom of the sea. Yes. <laughs> that one was kind of funny. But, um, yeah, it was well, it was okay. Yeah, so speaking of hard games, uh, somebody was getting honest a little bit. Uh, they yeah, they posted, said we don't like hard games. Well, it was June 23, 24, and he or she wrote in and said, uh, speaking of last week, it said, the burn makes it sound like your niece is doing drugs. Which she's not. The only thing we have to be worried about her getting into are usually pixie sticks. And various other candy things. Yes, but uh, it says, Very entertaining podcast as always, but I have to disagree about your opinion on Stuntman. This game definitely requires a large amount of experience with realistic driving sims, but the difficulty... You have. Yes, I I do. The difficulty is what makes the game. I only played the original for PlayStation, but to this day, it was one of my most entertaining gaming experiences. I think in general, the two of you don't embrace difficulty in games... And I would like your opinion on games like Ninja Gaiden. Maybe you can do something to appeal to an audience who prefers to start a game on the hard mode. You okay, played first, Ninja Gaiden. Yeah. I love lot. Ninja Gaiden. That's my favorite game of last generation. I played through it. I beat it. Now, I didn't go back through a second time 
I didn't play on the increased difficulties that came later with Ninja Gaiden Black mm-hmm. or the online tournaments. But it's... but it's a difficult game, but it's rewarding to play and it's enjoyable to play. Well, and here's where you and I get frustrated is there's one thing when a game is just hard where it's challenging and you've got to figure out what you're supposed to be doing or you've got to figure out how to do it differently. Where you have some ability to, to like get better. Right. There are some games that are just, you have to do the same thing over and over and over until you pretty much just memorize. That is Stuntman. Right. Well, in the whole... That is the kind of difficulty that It's not like your ability like. is getting any better. You're just memorizing the AI. I mean, that's all and That's all level, you're doing yes. in the level. And, you know, and it's just like playing Simon. Do you remember Simon when you were little? Where yes. you'd hit, yeah. you know, the colors and everything? Yeah, it's That's all, like all that. you're doing in Stuntman. You're going until you die. Then you do the same thing and you get a little bit further because you figure out that one next step that you're supposed to do. And then you die. And then you combine those together. And I just... It, the same thing was... I mean, that was a big part of why we got bored with Spongebob is because we got to the point where it was like... You'd get through to a, the part in the level, and you die. I actually think he then... might be thinking of Driver on this game, too. Because now that I reread that, it says, I only played the original for the PlayStation. But Stuntman came out for the PlayStation 2. So I don't know if he's getting the two confused a little bit. But he might he might have either most spoke on the PlayStation, right. meant PlayStation 2. But both of those games are similar in that the difficulty comes from the game design being very rigid. Right. Which is... Not what I like. No. No. I and mean, and I don't think... I that's don't where... Know. I think it's a very difficult balance for game designers to have if they want a difficult game... I mean, I put a lot of time ...that people want to continue games. playing. Right. Like, if it gets to the point where I've been doing the same thing over and over again, I'm I'm out. Right. No, and I'm the same way. But that's why... I mean, that's part of the reason why I've put how many hundred hours into Oblivion? Because I don't think I've played the same chunk more than a couple times it's different every time i like that i like being entertained yeah i don't know but so i mean i can see where i can see where they're coming from but he or she yeah it's i like our games we like our games it just has to keep us entertained while it's difficult right and Uh, there i mean there are some games that do that other games not so much okay so what about our contest for this week Yes, we have a contest this week. It's a it's for sixteen hundred Microsoft points. So we have prizes. Yes, it was donated okay. by Desert Eagle nineteen. Okay. It's a long time CAG. Yes, seems like a really good guy. Yes, thank you very much for those. Thank you. And the contest is going to be. Guess how many mice we will catch this week. From the time we record now. Yes. To the time we record next week, which will most likely be Monday. Right. And if there's multiple people get the, get the right answer, it'll just be a random, a random drawing of people who got the right answer. Right. Or who, if nobody gets the right answer, it'll be whoever's closest. Price okay. is right rules. Okay, so being close but not going, going over. over. Yes. Okay, I like that. I like that's a good idea. There were a lot of good contest suggestions, and we will be using most of them at some time. Sounds good. Well, so, on to the new releases. Yeah, we've got a couple new oh, releases. Oh, and there will be a thread separate from okay, our so podcast thread. If you post in the main podcast thread, it doesn't count. Right. It needs to be in the contest thread right. itself. Okay. All right. That sounds good. 
Um, so new releases. Yeah, I just before we got to the games, I wanted to talk about some accessories that are coming out this week briefly, okay. just because I found a couple of deals on them. Okay. Uh, the first one is the Xbox 360 Messenger Kit. Which, what does the Messenger Kit involve? This it includes the chat pad, which is like a little text messaging pad that goes okay. on a the underneath the controller on okay. the bottom side. And then it also comes with a headset. Oh, so okay. the standard headset. And it's for thirty dollars, which I didn't find any deals on that, but I thought thirty dollars is pretty good for that. Because if anything, I hate having to sit there and Either get on my computer to actually type out something. Right. Or reply to somebody when they write me a long well, post. Well, you have a USB keyboard. Yes, but how often do I get that out? Never, but how often do we get this out? Well, it just snaps on the bottom of the controller. I don't know if I'm going to get one or not, but okay. it, it seems like a good device. You can just use the keyboard. And that we already also, uh, there's the Halo controllers. Very, very cool. They're okay looking, I think. Um they're takes, Todd McFarlane. Yeah, I I don't know if it's quite my style to have the characters all over the controllers. Like, it's yeah. all artwork. And they never did come out with a faceplate, right? Not that I know of for Halo yet. They will, I'm sure. Uh, but these controllers come with a limited edition figure as well. And Which they retail... It's also a Todd McFarlane figure. Yes. They retail for $60. And... Deep Discount has them on their site right now for $44 shipped. Hmm. So if that goes through, that's a pretty good deal. And they also have the same price for the Halo 3 uh, wireless headset. Okay. Uh, so that retails for 60 and that's on sale for 44 on Deep Discount as well. Well, those are some lots of good deals. Mm-hmm. But um, moving into the actual games. Yes. Uh, I took a look at Medal of Honor Airborne. One of the big titles that's coming out this week. Mm-hmm. This is coming out for the 360 and the PC this week. Okay. Um, the 360 version uh, had a demo on live, so I gave that a playthrough. Okay. And if you ever played Medal of Honor before, it's it's pretty much Medal of Honor. I I mean, it's they made the graphics higher resolution. Um, the AI seems slightly improved from before. They added. The whole gimmick to this one the airborne is part. the airborne part where every mission starts out and you're falling out of a plane and you're controlling your parachute to determine where you're going to start the mission. And there's like different points where you can land. Oh. Um, well, that's kind of cool. And you, you get like bonuses for like landing in creative spots. Well, and you can land on like the top of roofs and then right. start sniping people. Right, or... which I kind of enjoyed that. Like I landed inside of a tower okay. and took a guy out while I was landing. And then I could use the tower to snipe people before I went down. To... Sounds like that at least gives you a bit a bit of varied it's, gameplay. Yeah, it's not quite as linear. It's it's not a true open world environment. Right, because I'm but, sure there's stuff that's leading you through. But you do get some different paths that you can take that way. And you can play the same level over and not be ex- playing the exact same thing. Right. So I think somebody, didn't somebody say it was kind of similar to like choose your own adventure kind of thing? Uh... It is a little bit, I guess, to that. I don't know. It doesn't have this overwhelming yeah, sense of freedom. Right. But it does offer some variety to the game. Well, that's certainly um, an improvement. Yeah. I, I don't... Personally, I like the Call of Duty series better. Right. Uh, I just think the gameplay is a little tighter. And in Call of Duty, it doesn't take 37 shots to take down an enemy. 
like a dozen Medal of Honor, it seems like. Right, right. Um, and this one offers multiplayer modes the same as you'd expect. It's got the death match and the capture the flag and the territories and everything Okay. for 12 people online. It seems solid, but it seems like a bad time to release it. Okay. Um, you had the next game up. Oh, wait. Deals-wise... Circuit City has the PC version for $40 this week, and Family Video has the 360 version for $56 shipped. Okay, well, those are pretty good deals. They're not bad. No, but for a brand new game. Yeah. Um, no, I did have the next game, and it is Naruto Uzumaki Chronicles 2. And I finally got past having to review or preview one of these... Naruto games. Well, yes. When you finally learned how to pronounce it, and now it's my turn. Um, so, Naruto, it's the same... Ninja in the orange jumpsuit. Right. But the thing... What's he up to this time? So, it's a PlayStation 2 game. The screenshots look pretty good. And there's a lot of choosing. Like, you can choose your uh, ninja. You can choose your weapons. You can choose what magic-type moves you're going to learn. You know what I'm going to choose? Okay. (laughs) Now let's review. You need to be positive about all the games we review. Okay? Unless they're pet simulators, in which you have my permission to make fun of them as much as you want. With the regularity that these Naruto games are coming out with, Mm -hmm. they're going to surpass pet simulators here pretty soon. (laughs) Well, okay. This one's got a couple different modes. There's head-to-head mode, where you're ninja against ninja, which comes with all these type games, so that one's no big surprise. There's a traditional action mode, where you wander around in the universe and do your thing. But here's where it gets kind of cool. There's a survival mode, which has got a lot of enemies that get thrown at you in waves, and you get to defeat the enemies and earn upgrades and stuff. There's also a mission mode, where you play, like, you get side quests, and it's just a whole bunch of, like, okay, go on this mission, defeat this person kind of thing. So that's a little bit varied. I mean, that's a lot of different gameplay. But PlayStation Magazine. What? Oh, I thought the butt was going to be a Naruto. No, the butt is that PlayStation Magazine itself only gave it a 6 out of 10 and called it, I don't know, something not very nice. Pretty much what they were saying is it was boring. So uh, here's my advice. If you're a fan of the Naruto series. You're going to buy it anyways. If you're hardcore, you're going to buy it anyways. If not, maybe give this, put this one on hold. It's $40, and that's a lot for a PlayStation 2 game, so maybe see what more of the reviews come out. Okay, moving on. I'm just trying to give good advice. What's the next game? Next game is Pool Party. Oh. Give me some good advice on that one. <laughs> um, well, it's not about pool games. In the way I thought. Oh, okay. I thought, pool party, sweet. It's going to be like one of those Wii minigame compilations where you get to play Marco Polo and beach volleyball and stuff. It's not. It's about billiards. It's a clever, clever name there. Yeah, they got me fooled. Um, The biggest thing is that they're... The people on the cover look like they're having a lot of fun. They do. They're having... And there's some great graphics that I'm pretty sure could be made with any standard clip art program. But um, at least on the cover... The graphics in-game look decent, but... Okay, here's here's the two big problems about this game. Um, first off, the big thing is that they're advertising that there are 13 types of pool that you can play. 
13? Really? Seriously? I didn't you know there were that your many. Nine ball, eight ball, screw your neighbor. I don't think that one was on there. <laughs> but that'd be pretty darn funny. Okay, but it's anyway, got to be on there, isn't it? I'm sure not with that title. Not with that title. I don't know what that uh, that's actually okay. called. Well, moving on, the Snooker. biggest thing. Focus, ship, focus. Okay. This is why we go over an hour because you're asking silly questions about pool party. Go. All right. The biggest problem with this game is that it's a Wii game, and it's gonna you're you're trying to play pool with the Wii mode, and it seems kind of awkward, and it's all gonna depend on how sensitive the controls are. Have you seen which, the uh... for a budget title? Eh, I don't know. I would wait and see how well this game plays first because it could be very frustrating and not very good. Have you seen the... They have a snap-on kit uh-huh. for your Wiimote that turns it into a little pool cue. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> well, if you already own that, then maybe this game is for you, but uh, please don't bring that home. Oh, there, yeah, I won't. Okay. I um, like playing pool. I don't like playing... Fake pool. Fake pool. Video game pool. It just doesn't work very well. But yeah, we play fake bowling. Although, I liked the... The one on Xbox was alright. The Xbox Live Arcade one. Yeah, you did play that a lot. But it had achievements. Um, So that's Pool Party. Okay. And the next one, this is probably... Wait, are there deals on Pool Party? There's no, no deals on Pool Party. Sadly, it's coming out for the Wii at... $30. Yeah, that should be a big red flag. I think that's the cheapest released Wii game to date. At release, I yeah, I don't I don't think there's been any cheaper than thirty dollars at release. Red flag, red flag. Uh, moving on though, the next game, another big one, is John Woo presents Stranglehold. Hold on, we have to go back. Why do we have to go back? Because we forgot to tell them the, the Naruto uh, deals. Best Buy has a oh. free ten dollar gift card with the purchase of the game. Oh no, no with the purchase buy, of the you have to buy the game and the movie this. DVD of Naruto the movie. Okay, so keep that in mind. Okay, now, John Woo's... John Woo presents Stranglehold. Okay. Which this is uh, coming out for the 360 and the PC. It's coming out later for the PS3. Yes, this game's coming out later on the PS3. There's a demo out now for the 360. Um, And it's a pseudo-sequel to the movie Hard Boiled, which is a typical John Woo... Action, guns in both hands, uh, stuff blown up everywhere type of movie. And that's what the game is. It borrows a lot from Max Payne and Dead to Rights. It's Um, very Max Payne-ish. Yeah, it doesn't... It's a really fun game, the the Stranglehold is, from the demo I've played of it anyways. Um, It was missing the grit, I guess, of the Max Payne series. And a little bit of the difficulty. Okay. I guess if you play on a higher difficulty than maybe normal, it might be approaching but more Max really Payne or Dead to Rights. And... No, you could you unlock some in the demo. Oh. Okay. Uh, you could unlock some of the harder difficulties, but you have these powers. Uh, much like Max Payne, you can go into bullet time, and anytime you get near a ledge, mm-hmm. you do this kind of like sliding move where you're sliding over the ledge or. There's things where you can run down or slide down banisters. That and so like it kind fun. of goes into slow motion during all those, and then you can shoot the people while, uh, you're, doing while you're doing that. And it also has, while, while you're shooting people, the more combos you get, the quicker you 
build up this tequila time because the main character's last name is Tequila. Oh. Uh, so. Really? Yes. What's his first name? Oh, I don't remember. Uh, ta- mm, I just don't, I don't know, know what goes well. If your last name John, is Tequila. I don't know. John Tequila? I'm not sure. Oh, uh, okay. I don't remember his first name. But the first power you get is you can heal your health. Okay. So there's health packs. Everywhere. Everywhere on the normal difficulty. And you can heal your health. And you can heal your health. Okay. So. You don't think I saw you died once when. No, I didn't. It was just, you feel like a superhero because you're just blasting away at everybody, which is fun. But it was missing, like, Max Payne was somewhat of a hard game. Dead to Rights, which was a game I really liked. Mm-hmm. Um, which I thought improved on what Max Payne did. It didn't didn't have quite as high production values. Right. But the difficulty in Dead to Rights was pretty high. And so this game is miss, missing that... Je ne sais quoi? Yes. Okay. Um, but there's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of stuff blown up. It's easy to kill people. That's all fun uh, things. You get to shoot... Like, you want to kill people in exciting ways. Right. So you shoot down, like, neon signs on them or blow up the barrels. That's all fun. Um, and you can also go into this mode. Uh, another one of his special powers is this mode where you follow the bullet. And so you saw me do that some, yeah. where it goes in a slow-mo and you can zoom in. And that's yeah. where I was shooting people in the neck. Yeah, that was kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. We did a couple good. There were lots of spurting. Yeah, yeah. It goes into slow motion. Huh. They spurt everywhere. And then there's another special power where you can spin around in circles and just kill everybody. Um, and there's also these set pieces where you'll walk into a room and all of a sudden it'll go into a cutscene. And there'll be like three or four guys that pull out their their guns and point at you mm-hmm. and during those the you have to like dodge left or right in slow-mo while you're while you're shooting at them so they'll fire bullets at you and you're you're doing the matrix thing where you're yeah. in slow-mo and and you're leaning your character left or right to get out of the way of the bullets huh. which is it's pretty fun um it sounds fun i mean you were entertained by it for a while. Yeah, I I like Midway games a lot. Right. And I used to even own their stock. Yes. But the reason I got rid of their stock was because they make bad decisions. Right. And this coming out right now is a bad decision. How many weeks before Halo 3? Yeah, just this time of year. And if right Midway could get these Metroid type of games out in the spring or during maybe even after Christmas, maybe the February or March area, yeah. I think this game would do very well. As it is right now, a lot of people are going to wait on it. I think a lot of people will play it, but not for the $60 price tag. No, we'll, we'll be buying it at the $40, 50 range. Yeah, and there's deals on this this week. They're actually pretty good. There's Circuit City for the 360 version is $48, okay. which is really That's good. That's pretty good. And there's a coupon out there, too, for $10 off Okay. if you can find that. And uh, you can use them together? Your mileage may vary on that. Okay. Uh, but some CAGs are reporting that... They could. They could. Okay. Uh, also, some CAGs are reporting, of course, Circuit City didn't get their sale in the computer right. So they it's go up, up full, full price, price, and then, then you have to show arguing, them the ad. And then they say, well, I don't know, even though it's in print in front of us, I'm still thinking maybe you're trying yeah. to And then family, family Video has the collector's edition for $61 shipped. And Family Video also has the PC version for $46 shipped. 
So moving on to the last retail game. There's only five this week. Oh man, that just seems well. This is a good. This is a good one. Okay. This is Worms Open Warfare Two, and so did you play Worms Open Warfare for the DS? If I remember correctly, that one is basically the same game that's on Xbox Live Arcade. Well, it was horrible. Really? Yeah. It. it, it Maybe was, it was something different on the PSP. As far then. as Worms games go, I mean the the basics were there, but it was the development team was really not all that stellar and they cut a lot of corners and there was just hmm. it got horrible reviews okay so the biggest thing is that this game they've got a completely new development team what's well, team 17 right this yeah. is the worms team this is yes. all they develop basically yeah and it's supposed to be phenomenal it's supposed to be back to traditional worms it's obviously pretty well adapting to the ds and the playstation uh portable so this, I think, will be a good title to pick up. Uh, the problem is it's $30, which I don't know. I guess I don't really see that too much of a problem. At least no, I'm not good, trying to that's a good sell price, it for 40 Price for it, probably. But, I mean, it's the same kind of things, but the, the awesome thing about this is this is the multiplayer, obviously. Yeah, that that's the reason I won't buy one of these for portable device. we don't device. really multiplay on our DS uh, or PlayStation. No, not much. Um I have PSP. the Xbox Live Arcade version. I played that quite a bit when it first came out. Um, I don't know what version the Xbox Live Arcade version is, but all I think I it was know based off the PSP Warfare. version, which I thought was Open Warfare as well. But they might have been two different versions. Open back Warfare then. was the DS. Okay. There was a PSP version, which was basically the same as the Xbox Live Arcade version. I don't okay. remember the title of it, but. But anyway, this game is supposed to be good. So for those of you that were disappointed. Um, don't be. This should be a good game. It's a fun series. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, for those of you who haven't played before, it's a combat one-on-one kind of thing where you you arrange your worms in such a way that you're trying to kill the other guy's worms, and they yeah, have you all have a, kinds of weapons. You have a team, I think, of like five worms. You and have then Uzis you have all these and like exploding sheep and yeah. all kinds of stuff. Like just random stuff, and you're just trying to destroy all their worms before they destroy your worms. It's pretty fun. Yeah, it's a fun game. It's easy easy to learn. And that is what this game has that the last one did not. Is It, it has a great tutorial okay. that's fun to play, and it, it really like teaches you the basics of the game. And It's supposed to be a good title. So this is the one that I'm recommending this week because... Other than that, I don't have much. Yeah, I, I guess Stranglehold would be the only thing I'd be interested in, but I'm not at that price, not right now. You're going to wait on that one. I really need to get through Metroid and Bioshock in the next three weeks before Halo comes out. Well, and we've got tons of depth charges to work on. Yes, but on to the downloadable games. Yeah. Uh, the first one was Adventure Island. Yes, yes. This is a... Also known as Hudson's Adventure Island. Right. Which is what I grew up calling it back when uh, I played right. it all the time in the NES. Right. Um, so the biggest thing about this game is it's one of those games where it's originally an NES title. You, you're this little Master Higgins guy thing, and he's like a he's like a caveman type guy. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Whatever he is, your goal is to avoid the bad guys and collect the fruit. I mean, that's what the whole gameplay boils down to. And so you're jumping over the bad guys or you're throwing weapons at them or you're, you know, using... Riding on your skateboard. Riding on your skateboard with your helmet. Yeah, there's a Um, helmet. 
<laughs> buy them. But anyway, and then you're trying to collect this fruit. It's one of those levels where if you get going pretty fast and you just kind of like jump over and around and collect what you can and it's timed. I'm never really good at all of these titles. It, it gets pretty difficult. Uh, it's actually one of those games where you have to memorize where stuff's at. Right. Because and you can't just go flying through it, it or something. You just memorize. An enemy will come swooping down and kill you. Yeah. Because they time it up pretty well to where... They know where you're going to jump in toward the fruit, and then you're going to... Yeah. So, I don't know. I was never good at these games, just because I I don't... First of all, I don't really like timed games all that well. Like, uh, I don't know. But... And I have played Super Adventure Island, which I preferred. Okay. They're they're pretty similar, all of them. Yeah, but I like the graphics in Super Adventure Island better. Yeah, they cleaned up a little bit. Didn't seem quite as... I don't know. Like, old school in some ways is charming, but... Super Adventure Island is really difficult. Well, but they're they're fun games. But at least it was pretty. Anyway, um, $5. Worth it if you this was a title that you remember and that you, you know, you're like, hey, yeah, that was a fun game. Um, if I'm sure two you have and no three. experience with it, I don't know that I'd rush out to buy and it. And I'm sure the sequels are on their way. Right. Right. They, always, they will be. Speaking of which, another uh, caveman and a sequel. Bonk 3, Bonk's Big Adventure. Oh my gosh, Bonk is... I think... Were, they de- were the developers on crack? Oh my gosh, I've never seen this title before. And you... You've never you've never played a Bonk game before? No, nope, never. Okay. And you started it up, and all of a sudden, his he was getting small, and then he was getting gigantic, and you couldn't really tell like what you were supposed to do. Like You'd jump up and grab onto something that you thought was in the background, and you'd spin around all crazy, and you'd end up on the other ledge or you'd fall off of stuff because it was just it's that was a problem in the bonk games was you you didn't there wasn't a clear sense of foreground foreground and and, and uh background yeah and you couldn't tell what you could go through or what you would land on or what you could grab onto but if you spend enough time with it it's it's a good platforming game it looks like fun it's kind of hard to if you're just now getting into them to recommend buying it because it yeah. was a good platformer for its time but i think other platformers hold up that better out? that one's six dollars it's turbo graphics 16 uh, game i don't know i mean it, it it's entertaining but i don't know yeah i mean as someone that had no experience never saw a bonk game before i don't know how never saw one i don't know it, it looked it was different and it was better than other games at that time but I don't know how it compares to anything that I might actually want to spend my $6 on now. Right. Well, Cyberball 2072. Well, that's what I'm saving all my money for. <laughs> you you probably never played this. I played no. this quite a bit back in the arcades. What? Cyberball? Yes. This was a football game with robots. Sweet. And this one's coming out for the 360 for $5. Wow. So it's going to have online play. Why didn't EA co-op. buy the rights to Cyberball? Um, Midway. <laughs> oh, it's the rights to Cyberball, oh, I believe. Yeah, because then we could have Cyberball 07. Now, what EA ha- has that for some reason they're not, they haven't taken advantage of yet is Mutant League. Oh, because then it's not robots, it's... Well, there's some robots in Mutant League, I, I believe. But it's like also zombies and Yeah, stuff. it's zombies and, and monsters and that type of stuff. So it was a good football game, but this is a good football game too. Okay. Uh, it's your standard uh, top-down kind of view. Not completely top down but like madden on the genesis type of thing okay um that makes sense and it, it 
plays pretty much similar to that. You have different speed robots and stuff like that, and you have a big playbook to choose from. The catch is that the ball is constantly building up to explode unless you... And it's hot potato. Yeah, to an extent. So unless you get to like certain parts, like if you get past the 50-yard line or if you score a touchdown, oh, then the okay. ball cools down again. Um, which it's a fun game, online play. Um, I believe they've updated the graphics a little bit, or at least high-resed them. Um, for $5, it's not bad. So if Madden was too rich for your blood at 60 <laughs> It's a little bit different experience, but yeah, it's a fun game. Okay. Well, it sounds like... I have to see how it holds up. I'll download the demo and see how it holds up still. Okay. But your next one is Donkey Kong Jr. Math? Oh my goodness. I don't know what was harder. Trying to remember the multiplication, which I was really good at math. I mean, you know, I took calculus and got took the AP test and tested out of all of it. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I can figure the controls out. <laughs> I mean, I can tell you what 6 times 4 is, but I couldn't figure out how to make Donkey Konga do what I was supposed to be doing. I kept restarting. Donkey Kong Jr. Whatever. I kept restarting and stuff. I mean, so here's what the game is. It is strictly... It's an edutainment title. Yeah, and there's no... There's not... It, it has a bit of an arcade it, feel to it. They call it Donkey Kong Jr., but... There's not much of a role for Donkey Kong Jr. in the game, other than you use him to pick the numbers. Right, but it, yeah, but it see, could be fun if you were if you were a kid. No, because here's the deal. Okay. Do you remember playing those games on the computer where you would do like 10 math problems and then you actually played a game for a couple of minutes based on what problems you got right? I remember Fraction Football. Okay, that's a good one. But my point is that there's no game. You're you're literally just filling well, out a worksheet. If you play two with player Donkey mode, Donkey Kong. If you play two player mode, I'm not going to defend Donkey Kong too much here. But you are. If you play two player mode, then there's a bit of a race to get to the multiplication sign or the division sign. So that's where the fun is. Is that you need to make then, your Donkey Kong answer the problem quicker? Quicker, yeah. But. But there's no, you see what I'm saying? There are edutainment games where all it is is the education, and they throw in a character to call it a game, which is that's what this is. And then there are games that they actually incorporate math and other things into them, but it still could be called a game on its own. This could not stand if you took the education out of it. There's nothing. All it is is worksheets and flashcards. That's it. What? Yippee. Yippee. Okay. So well, don't buy this game because no one is going to sit down and play it. If you're a little kid, you want to teach your kids some math, maybe. I don't know. Let's move on. Fatal Fury Special for the 360. Any five-year-old that needs to be learning these addition problems is not going to have any clue who Donkey Kong Jr. is. Yeah, he's probably not going to want to sit down and play an NES They really game. need to throw Dora or uh, what's her little brother's name? Uh, Diego. Diego on there. And then they've got a product. Okay. Which is why you have a leapfrog. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Fatal Fury Special for the 360s coming out. Okay. Uh, it's, it's another $5 title, which is a pretty good price for this. Um, yeah, hopefully. A couple weeks ago, or probably about a month ago, that Fatal Fury anthology came out for the PS2. And I believe this one was on there. It might not have been, but it's similar games. It's it's a Street Fighter II type uh, fighting game. Right, one-on-one. Yeah, 
Um, and it's got the online modes for live. And for $5, it seems like a pretty good deal if you can find people to play with. Yeah. Or if you really like Fatal Fury. I think I said this last time, I was a Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter guy. Yeah, you did say that. So I can play Fatal Fury a little bit because a lot of the moves are the same as right. as Street Fighter. Um, but for $5, it's not too bad. No, not bad at all. So... Oh, here's the last one that proves Nintendo listens to us. <laughs> Landstalker, the treasure. I heard that they were going to have Circus Caper out this week. Shut up. But they heard that we didn't like it, so they went with Landstalker. Yeah, Depth Charges, a.k.a. what's going to be on your Wii Virtual Console <laughs> next. Um... No, but okay, yeah, we talked about Landstalker. We did week. because it was one. Of, it was a random title that popped up, mm-hmm. um, and it was originally a Genesis game, right? And it's Zelda-ish. I wouldn't say it's a Zelda clone because that was the other game that we were talking about. But it's it's got you know you're an elf and you're exploring caves because you're looking for this king, King Noel, his treasure, and so you're pretty much. Exploring caves, and then you go to a town with some Ewok-looking creatures, which are highly entertaining. Um, and then you look for some more treasure, and it's a pretty good title. Oh, it's it's a very good title. It's got the isometric view, which differentiates it from Zelda a little bit. Right. Because you can jump, and some of the puzzles requ- require ju- kind of difficult jumps. Yeah. So and I said you're not quite sure where you're jumping to next. I, I said last week it's a lot like a Alundra for the PlayStation 1. And somebody on the boards or somebody emailed me. I can't, I can't remember who it was. But they said that it was from the same developers that okay. did Alundra. So that was why. So, you know, good title. And definitely, definitely worth the 8 bucks. I think. If you've never played it yeah, before. Yeah, I mean, Genesis games are all $8 on there. So... It's it's a really good Genesis game, so you're not going to get it cheaper than that. No. But you ready to wrap it up? Yeah, I can't believe we got through all that. Um, yeah. Okay, well. Check us out on CheapAssGamer.com yeah. for the written version. Uh, dig us, as always. We're moving up. Yeah, we're just, I think we were, last time I checked, we were barely over 400 digs. Wow. And... We were getting ready to pass the next Wow Radio wow. podcast. So that's awesome. We're getting there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Thank everybody on... for digging yes. us. Thank you if you have dug us. I, we greatly appreciate it. And remember to listen to the CADcast, the Cheap Ass Gamer podcast, and dig them too. Yes. They should have a show coming out later this week. Yeah. Um, check us out on iTunes. Leave a review if you so desire. Mm-hmm. And send us emails at shipwrecks at cheapassgamer.com or foreplay at cheapassgamer.com. You've and been really good at responding. Or PM us. Yes. Um, yes, I, I responded to everyone, I believe, so far. The easiest way to get a hold of me is to PM me because I respond to those, but you do all the rest of the email. Mm-hmm. And I do want to re- remind everybody to enter the contest. Uh, yeah. All you got to do is... Guess how many mice we're going to catch. Yep. And there will be a contest set for that. And I think that's it for this week. All right. Well, check us out on Cheap Ass Gamer, and we'll catch you next week. Later.